Hello and welcome to the uh, Follow the Trawler Extra. This is the geek without the technique, Colin. <laughs> this is the Irish dope, <laughs> Zach. This is Moody Munro. So <laughs> oh, that's soon. nice. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to bother it, don't worry. So, highs and lows of this week, which I tend to throw out there. Um, I'm just going to go for a few bits. First of all, we'll start with the horrible news about Kevin Beatty passing mm. away. Yeah. Oh, Ipswich yeah. legend. And Bobby Robson saying he's the best, one of the best defenders England ever produced, and the yeah. best he'd ever managed. Right. That's about as high. He's one of those players that is kind of almost universally regarded as the best player that Ipswich ever had, isn't he? Yeah. So, I've, yeah. And in his passing, yeah. no one said a bad word. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Which I find phenomenal. I didn't know too much about him really, in a sense of playing, because it was a bit before my time. Yeah. But, but yeah, legend of the game. Yeah. So. Definitely. On a slightly. Cheerio note, uh, the news about Angelo Kante. I don't know if you saw this, he missed his Eurostar. He's going to go back to France to see his parents. End up going to a local mosque to pray because he didn't know what else to do. Mm. Met a random fan who invited him round to his house, which he accepted. So you had ten random people with Angelo Kante eating chicken curry, playing FIFA and watching Match of the Day. That's oh, so love beautiful. that guy. That's yeah, so beautiful. There's so many stories about him come out. It was like, oh, you're just so God, good. So <laughs> he's, good. He's a very modest guy, isn't he, they say. I mean, yeah. even when they won the World Cup, he just didn't really want to get involved and there was a thing hold it trophy, up and yeah, to give yeah, it to yeah, him. Yeah. 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 I, I like that comment. Was it Gary Lineker? He could have intercepted it at any time. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of lows this week. Uh, Emre Chan showing his unbelievable qualities yet again. Talk about the Ronaldo sending off. And making the comment, we are not girls. Like, just yeah, yeah, dick. So Emery Chan has just done nothing to redeem himself to anyone with yeah. the way he left Liverpool and pretty much every press conference he's ever given. Look at his hair. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but talking about um, females in football, did you notice a couple of astonishing results the last Manchester week? United twelve nil. Yeah, and Benfica even better. Twenty eight nil. Yes, oh, wow. yeah. I put that up on Twitter. That was the first ever match, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, first ever well, league match. It, anyway. It's their first ever game in the second division. Right. And Portuguese league rules say that if you are a new team, you have to start there. Yeah. So the fact that they'd signed a Brazilian international who got eight goals in that game. Right. It's irrelevant. There's yeah. got to be some common sense there, isn't it? A yeah. club the size of Benfica. I mean, at the same time, it, the division, you say it with, with Manchester United. Yeah. Like, do you throw them straight in the top flight? Well, you've got to earn it. I think there's two aspects to it. First of all, if they're not ready, they may just be relegated to the second division anyway. Hmm. Uh, and secondly, why should there be a hierarchy in that in that department? Just because yeah. they've they like associated name, I think they need to fight their way up to the top. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and so after in the lower league for one season, they go up. Yeah. yeah, you get that experience. Yeah, I suppose I'm basing that because when you see a result like 28 nil, yeah. it's just no good for anyone. Really, if every no. if every week they're going to be winning by yeah. 20 goals, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on that. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And this is one that got me is uh, Farnborough FC, right? Who I don't know if you remember him, Chelsea goalkeeper Lenny Pidgeley. Yeah, no. uh, I'm going to say here. Uh, he basically, the club came out and said that he is retiring due to a long-standing illness, 
Motion Neuron, was it? No, no. Oh, no, that's no. Uh, this is that was depression. Um, oh, that was Stephen yeah. Darby. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depression was not it? Yeah, he's had depression for ten years. Didn't want yeah. anybody to know, and the yeah. club basically out yeah. him. And he's come out and said, you know, I didn't want anyone to know oh, this. Right, yes, his family yes, did didn't hear it. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, his yeah. mum contacted him saying, so I saw this on social think, media. What are they thinking of the club there? Uh, and then they tried to make a retraction, which actually came out even worse, which they've taken down. It's what? Did, what did they say in the original statement then? Uh, that he'd retired due to a long-standing illness. Yeah, uh, that's what was said, and he was. They were like, "Oh, we didn't know about." But they, did, they didn't say mental illness or. No, but they also said, "Well, we didn't know that he had this illness when he when we signed him." Yeah. So that happened like almost like Which a little dig. BS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was so yeah, it's much. Like, it was like it's like Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, isn't it? Not AIDS. <laughs> 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 the one thing I will say is that Pitchy said the outpouring he has got from the fans now that it has come out is actually helped him. Yeah, yeah and he really. wished he had come out ten years ago, right. but it should have that's been on his terms. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Farnborough, but dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Sort it out, Farnborough. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll touch on something very quickly, which is something you were very passionate about. Last week, which yeah. is the La Liga Ugh. announcing they want to take a game to Miami, and the game in question was Girona against Barcelona, yeah. which is a Catalan derby. Now, I'm not going to go into the uh, political aspect. Well, well that's right, because um, was it Bibi made the point? Yeah. Um, the Bibi Gallardo Colomar, she made the point it's political because they don't want to have the game there because it might be political. It took it out of the media's eye, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, it puts a different slant on it, Because it, it was yeah. a Catalan derby, there'll be lots of Catalan flags, not as much Spain. Obviously, that's a very hot topic right now with Catalonia trying to get independence from Spain. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, you're reading a bit too much into it. But then you saw Spanish FA, who came out and said, at the game in the US, there will be only Spanish flags yeah. and American flags. Yeah. Catalonian flags cannot be displayed <sighs> at the game. Hmm. That's, that's Nazi Germany, yeah. man. That's ridiculous. It's like it's just I hate that sort of thing. But on the basis of taking a league game out of a country, uh, there's another friend of mine, Andy Logan. He was saying, "Well, you know, I I got to see Gridiron over here at Wembley. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, if they didn't do that, then I would never. Well, go to America. I mean, like <laughs> in all fairness, like I I I did say it on the like you know, if you want to see a Spanish league game." I don't think it's unreasonable you should go to Spain, you know? I mean, it's yeah. what, what, what else is going to sell? Everything's for sale, you know? It's almost now as if you, you've got, it's like a closed-minded thing if you think that any local players should play for yeah. the club that, 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 where they're based. I was enraged with Richard Keyes' comment on it. He said, the game's gone global now. This is the next step. Yeah. You yeah. know, from a top broadcast like that, really annoy me because yeah. you're yeah. not thinking about the, the supporters who are the main thing about football. Absolutely, right? yeah. I mean, well, if West Ham had a league game move say against Tottenham, which I look forward to every year, or Chelsea, they had that move to you know Spain or US, I'd be absolutely fuming about it. I, I mean, that he, might he, finish me off. Here's a crucial honest. factor for me, right? Is that is that the fans of the clubs where they are? You're a West Ham fan. You love West Ham, and I'm a Manchester United supporter. And I embrace fans from all over the world. Supporting Manchester United, but it's, they're supporting Manchester United. They're supporting the club that's based in Manchester. Yeah. If they want to come and pay their tributes and enjoy that experience in Manchester, watching the match, brilliant. We're, but trying to take that away from Manchester or from yeah. West Ham or from anywhere else, that's wrong. In my I mean, opinion, I'd, I'd, you know? I'd be interested to hear how the Girona fans feel about this because 
They haven't played Barcelona many times in their history. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. No, this is the, and it's their home game that they lose right. from this. Is it? The, is it? Girona's? It's Girona's home game. Well, I'd so be absolutely livid. I mean, how many times have they played Barcelona? Now they are trying to make um, some exceptions on this. Certain number of fans will be flown out there at the cost of the Spanish FA. Yeah. So they have kind of dealt with that to an extent. Is it thirty thousand? Well, all the season is close. Uh, uh, one uh, and a half thousand. I think it was about there. six thousand, five or six right, thousand. Right. They said. It's now, it's interesting because what you were saying about the NFL doesn't work as an argument mm. because that's a franchise system. Exactly. Yeah. And it's been... Uh, they move around the states anyway. Room, yeah, but it's right. not been a hidden rumour that once Jacksonville comes up, they're going to try to make a London team. Yeah. This has been in discussions now for five to ten years, yeah. which is why you get so many games over here. They're testing out the waters to see if it's a viable option. And in, in America, the, the, the college football is, is their kind of grassroots locals if they understand that the NFL is a is a global franchise and 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 it's a different thing these these British football clubs probably Spanish football clubs so they, they've come from the community mm. and as long I think they need to stay in a, a community and if people want to come and enjoy that in England or in Spain or in that's what makes football you know. such a passionate sport you know to supporters supporting their team in their own backyard yeah. You know, and you've got feeling the that you're at home or you're you know, you're you're the away fans. And it's not like American fans don't get a chance either, because the Audi Cup has taken Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Bayern Munich. They play over there pretty much every season. Every season they play there anyway. Tournament, yeah. Which I can't stand. Yeah. And even the other, other aspect that it's not pointless to them. When they go over there, they're delighted to see those clubs playing, yeah. you know. Yeah. So the that, people that's market fine. these leagues, La Liga, Premier League will be eyeing this up because, you know, that's a Great opportunity. Now, for them got, to make some more money. Which I mean, do they need any more? No, but I think that you could take a prestige game out there, which doesn't have to be a league game. We were discussing earlier. If it was done in England, you take a charity shield. You take that around the world because nobody here gives the monkeys when it comes down to it. Well, when that it seems in it, you, you unless you count it as one yeah. of your trophies of the season, which yeah. case Mourinho would want it stay here. <laughs> yeah. But that's a game that could be taken elsewhere. And if I've got to be uh, careful how I approach this because, like I was saying to you guys, I went to go and see the Saudi Arabian Super Cup at Loftus Road. Yeah. That's because there is a large Saudi Arabian community in London who will yeah. go to that game and they'll sell that out yeah. all the time. Yeah. So you kind of get that. And that is a league that would benefit from being taken elsewhere. But if mm. you're not getting enough coverage in La Liga anyway, with such a huge Hispanic population, what the hell are you doing in, yeah. in the States? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't it, happen, simple, it shouldn't happen. I don't no. think it should happen, yeah. So, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> now, this will be a very quick one, I think, uh, but I do think we'll have different answers. Who would you, in your opinion, is the best player currently outside of the top six in the Premier League? Now, uh, I, I think there's only a short list of three. Well, I've got two immediately comes to mind. Zaha, one of them. Place of Palace, yeah. yeah. Zaha, Nautovic. Now, and there's one more. They're the big three that have been argued. Jeff Hendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Declan Rice, play for Ireland. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, well, so, I mean, you got you got Harry Maguire as a centre half, haven't you? But I mean, I, I, I you've already argued with me how he's not even a quality defender. Well, no, well, he's he is. not international quality. No, he definitely is international quality. He's, he's not. I said, like, could you move to the top six, and you were like, no, I don't think so. No, no, I, I definitely think he could in the back three. I'm saying in the back four, I think he okay. might be. He might be able to get it in a bit more. I think there's only three players. Uh, in the conversation. Really? 
I, I think I, shown it I think without the shadow of a doubt, Zaha and Anatovic. They're the big two that have been argued today. Mm. I would put Jamie Vardy in that argument. Yeah, possibly. But that's it. Yeah. So who out of those three are going to narrow? We've got a lot of team? young players that oh, could. Oh yeah, but there's so much potential. We've got young players like Neves, Sessegnon. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Rashford. He's through, still got years to go. Just going through the Wolves team now to see what the players we can pull up. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm interesting Mitrovic, question. Which is, oh yeah, I yeah. could, I could yeah, make it. Yeah, but he's got to prove yeah. it. He's got to prove it. Zaha and Alvich have proven it. Top, top class. And Alvich proven it over one season. Yeah, he's proven it as a centre forward. Mitro proved it last season. Marco and Alvich is in one of the top five centre halves in this league as a centre forward. There's no yeah. doubt whatsoever. Oh, right, he's got 17 goals in 26 games. This is why I brought it up because I just don't agree with that statement well, at all. Like, I'm telling you, a great run of form. <laughs> I'm telling you, great run of form. The guy's got everything. It's the only fact that he's 29 years of age is why he's still at West Ham. Because mm. I think Man United were looking at that thinking we could pay 60, 70 million for this guy. Mm. He's a better player than Lukaku. But they've got Lukaku and they spent the money on him already. Oh, that's a big call. He's I definitely, better than Lukaku. He's a better footballer than Lukaku. Like, anyone can see that. He's a better footballer than Lukaku. I'm going to bring the Manchester United fan. If you had the choice now, would you swap Lukaku for an Alphabet? That's, that's different. Yeah. Because before brings that in, because Lukaku is only 24. 25. I'm on about right now. Well, I think, I think if you look at the... I mean, yeah, okay. I don't know. I do rate him as a player. I think he's, he's a handful. He's versatile. He's got different aspects to his game. He does score goals. But... For, Lukaku is a goal scorer. I mean, he's he's you know he's, he's an all-time Belgian goal scorer at the age of twenty-five. Yeah. He's scored hundred goals in the Premier League. You know, I mean, yeah, he's I I love Lukaku. Yeah, fair enough. Honest, but what I'd say about Nautovich, what has Mark Nautovich not got mm. to his game since he's gone centre forward? I wouldn't say he works, paces. Is... He's quick. He, he works it's quick hard. enough. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's quick. Yeah. We see the way he got away from Everton's defence. He's tall and he's got a long stride, you know. Great so in the air. Yeah. He's got yeah. great feet for a big man, that old saying. Mm. I mean, I just think, anyway, that's my opinion. That's fair enough. When it comes away. down to the two, I think I'd rather have Zaha. Yeah. One because so of what he's doing now and fine. what he could yeah. Zaha potentially do. Yeah. So have we got the R3 then? <laughs> I think yeah. so. I think he's, he, Vardy's on the outside, but I think he is in that conversation. But Of course he is, yeah. I, I think he's it does come down to Zaha and Nautovic. And I just. It's the first time I've ever seen anyone, not yourself, although that was pretty impressive, <laughs> that passionate about how good Arnautovic is. Yeah. I've not seen West Ham fans come out until his question came up like that, saying, mm. this is the best player. By an absolute mile, every team showed me. It's like, yeah. It was only when they were backed into a corner it came out, rather than saying, do you know what? Every week, Palace fans yeah. will come out and go, Zaha's the difference. Every week, he is, yeah. But you don't see that from West Ham fans about Arnautovic until this question came up. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to think about this and maybe add some more next week, by the way. So, yeah. Both players could easily play for one of those top six. Oh, yeah. Easily. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so that is that discussion. So, we only have two more bits left. You'll be glad to know, and then we can leave. I enjoyed that one. Uh, Must get riled up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I started this. This is what yeah. I wanted. I could see the, 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 the <laughs> incredible Hulk eyes coming <laughs> across. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> is that what an artifact should I say when you went oh, to yeah. the sidelines? <laughs> So, the FTT Challenge with Adam Hampson. Oh, Took another hell. great turn yeah, yeah. this week. Get the checkbook out, Carl. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. So, Adam Hampson has got a hat-trick this week. What's his, what? In a 4-3 victory over Woodbridge Town. What's he on now, then? He's now played 10, scored 6. 
six. And he only needs uh, he's gonna do it now. more than 15, and then we start paying him. Nine, nine more goals. I want to say, I keep saying <laughs> we. This is coming completely out of my pocket. I, yeah, right. I, I got a new job, so I'm, I'm going to be able to chip in. Uh, the, oh, the maybe next season there. you will, because I've got a bigger idea, which I've got my, discuss, I've got but I don't want to go into yet. 1666. Maybe, maybe we should get Huddersfield or Cardiff to try and sign him before he gets there. Well, I'm trying to get you down to scouting at the moment. So, yeah. I'll get down there and watch him. Oh, well, I'm going to. I'm going to go and watch them, hopefully. I'm going to go and see FC Clacton at Buckingham Town, who they've drawn away in the FA Vars, which is about the furthest game they could have got away. Oh, so uh, where's the way that Buckingham. Oh, Buckingham. So they play Buckingham Palace. They play in North. Just in the courtyards. Yeah. Couple of corgis to goalposts. Yeah, exactly. Rush keeper. Uh, so yeah, that now puts Clacton ninth in the Thurlow Nun Premier Division uh, with ten points, six Heady points heights. off the lead. Wow! So this has actually been a really good season from Clacton. Clacton, yeah. And now we're going to finish not with our usual discussion with a team. We're going to have a little quiz, okay. which I'm going to put you guys in for. Ooh! So this is this. stolen from Quickly Kevin. Right. I'm not even right. going to deny that. I am going to name a match. And I want you to tell me players who started or came on as a substitute in that game okay. for either team. Right. The game we're going to start with this week. Can I guess the game? Go on then. Newcastle Liverpool. No. 14 May 1995. Last game of the season. Manchester United need to beat West Ham at Upton Park to win the title. Dutch. And they draw 1-1. As All soon right. as somebody gets it wrong, the other person wins. Okay. So... Zach, you can start. Schmeichel. Peter Schmeichel is correct. McClosko. Ludo McClosko is correct. Andy Cole. Is correct. Mark Hughes. Oh, is correct. He came on as a substitute. Okay. Yeah, um, 95, isn't it? So that was last season for Paul Ince, wasn't it? Paul Ince is correct. Okay. Okay. Um, I suppose we go to West Ham. Uh, Dix, Julian Dix. Julian Dix was not. He oh, wasn't. Team. No. 95. I think he must have been injured then. However, a couple of names that you might remember. Mark Reaper was in yeah, that team. Oh, wow. Reaper, Potts. So, Potts yeah. was. You know, he would have had um, Irwin. Uh, Pallister, Bruce. Pallister, Bruce. Correct. Keane. Parker. Keane uh, came on. Roy Keane in Kanchelskis. Parker wasn't. Kanchelskis wasn't. Giggs was. I'll tell you, score for West Ham that day was uh, Michael Hughes. Yes, he would have. Yeah, in the 88th minute. Uh, thirty-first, sorry. He Brian McClare for United, was it? And McClare scored for United, yeah. correct. Well, I didn't realise this. They're playing left back then. Keith Rowland, West Ham. Uh, I'm sort of midfield. Uh, Tim Brake was on the right, wasn't yeah. he? So it'll be Keith Rowland. And who's yeah. right back for United? Uh, Gary Neville. Really, already? Gary Neville. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Neville, Irwin, Pallister and Bruce. Because the following back. season was when, yeah, I always associate Neville with that following <laughs> season when Phil Neville, Beckham, Bott, yeah. Scholes all kind of really came in. And I didn't know Les Seeley was on the bench for West Ham that night. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace, yeah. 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 Played for both teams. So, well done <laughs> to Bob there. That was a nice one, Colin. Thank you. Well done. And uh, we will potentially might bring this back regularly. We said I won. It's actually Zach that won. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, Zach won. <laughs> no favours here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll bring us back. And do you know what? So, okay, next week I'll... I'll do that and you two compete and then the following yeah. Rob does All right. Colin like it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So that's the end of our podcast extra. Thank you very much for listening and uh, have a great week. 
Thank you, folks. And out of it.